0: are listening to WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana. My name is John Clark and this is The Jazz Focus. Thank you very much for joining us today. Hope you're uh, having a good week and enjoying some good jazz. And today we're going to be focusing in on two albums that were made for contemporary records, which was... a Uh, West Coast, Los Angeles-based record label in the 1950s and 60s, came out with a lot of exceptionally good jazz that we consider to be part of the West Coast School, even though that was a bit of a misnomer. The star of today's proceedings is the great saxophone player Art Pepper. Art Pepper was born uh, in California in 1925. He uh, was early on kind of a prodigy uh, as a saxophone player. He started on clarinet, and the first recording we heard, uh, "Anthropology," featured him on clarinet. But he switched over to alto saxophone pretty quickly, and by the time he was a teenager, he was playing, or subbing at least, with some very well-known bands, including ones led by Benny Carter, which was a little unusual to have a white player in an African American band but that's how good Art Pepper was even as a teenager and then later he went on uh, to play with the Stan Kenton Band and was a regularly featured member of that group in the later part of the 1940s he had uh, early on fell under the spell of Charlie Parker of course Charlie Parker had been uh, playing in the Los Angeles the Hollywood area from about 1945 he spent the better part of a year out there some of it in uh, enforced detention and due to a drug habit but his playing as well as, unfortunately, his drug habits uh, permeated the jazz culture on the West Coast at that point, and Art Pepper was uh, very much uh, attracted to his style of playing, although he didn't really sound like Charlie Parker the way many uh, East Coast players did. Uh, he had a very light sound, very facile sound. He always stated that his uh, great ambition was to become known as the world's greatest alto sax player, and some people feel he uh, became that by the end of his life. But, early on, he was uh, Very much rooted in the swing era and uh, uh, players like Benny Carter, although he started taking on some of the elements of Charlie Parker's style. Uh, And as I said, also his drug habits as well. He developed a heroin habit by the middle 1940s and uh, unfortunately that sort of trailed him most of the rest of his life and he spent three or four periods of a year or more in prison for various drug related offenses. The two albums we're going to be talking about today were recorded uh, between his first and second bouts in prison. He had been in prison from 54 to um, 56 And then from 1960 to 61, and these two albums, Art Pepper Plus 11 and Art Pepper Meets the Rhythm Section, were recorded in 1959 and 1957, respectively. So during that period, he was still in the midst of a pretty significant drug habit. We'll talk about how that affected uh, the Art Pepper uh, Meets the Rhythm Section album in a while. The first two tunes we heard were from Art Pepper Plus 11, subtitled A Treasury of Modern Jazz Classics. And what it uh, was was Pepper being featured on arrangements for a 10 or 11-piece band uh, done by Marty Page. And they were all of tunes that were considered modern or contemporary jazz classics, going back to the bebop era about 10 years or so, but uh, all being played by uh, the modern school of jazz performers. We started out with Anthropology, which was uh, a take on uh, the standard tune I Got Rhythm, and that was Uh, credited anyway to Charlie Parker and Dizzy Gillespie although I think uh, Dizzy Gillespie had said that it had been around a little before they played it might have been by Little Benny Harris or one of the other great if somewhat forgotten bebop masters and we heard uh, Pepper playing clarinet on that one We also heard on that particular uh, cut Al Porcino uh, on trumpet along with Jack Sheldon. I believe it was Jack Sheldon playing the trumpet on that case. We heard uh, Dick Nash on trombone, Bob Ennevaldson on valve trombone, possibly tenor sax. I think it was Dick Nash playing the solo. Vince DeRosa on French horn. Uh, Herb Geller, actually no, Bud Shank on alto sax on that performance, Bill Perkins on tenor sax, Med Florey on baritone sax, Russ Freeman on piano, Joe Mondragon on bass, and Mel Lewis on drums. So these arrangements were kind of done uh, as big band arrangements, but also with a nod to the Miles Davis Nanette sides, which were about 10 years old at that point, uh, with the inclusion of the French horn and some very fine writing by Marty Page. So that was Anthropology. We followed that up with a very atmospheric uh, version of Thelonious Monk's tune, Round Midnight. And um, that uh, tune featured uh, pretty much the same band, except it had Pete Candoli on trumpet instead of Al Pacino and Herb Geller on alto sax. And had a very prominent French horn part, as you heard in there, with Art Pepper being featured on alto. So we're going to go on and hear two tunes from the Art Pepper Plus 11 album and two tunes from the Art Pepper Meets the Rhythm Section album. Art Pip. Pepper meets the rhythm section, as I said, was recorded in 1957, right after he got out of prison, and he, by his own admission, was pretty strung out when he made this recording. I guess it was kind of a last-minute recording date, and the rhythm section, in this case, is the Miles Davis rhythm section, the Miles Davis quintet that had been recording so prolifically for various labels at that point. We have Red Red Garland on piano, Paul Chambers on bass, and Philly Joe Jones on drums, and Pepper said he had never met or played with any of these fellows before. They were more associated with the East Coast, of course, and they were out on tour in Los Angeles and put together with Art Pepper, and Pepper said he had done no preparation because he either had forgotten or hadn't known about the date in advance, so they were essentially just kind of calling tunes in the studio, and the results are pretty remarkable. Uh, they show a, a great deal of stylistic uh head-butting, I guess you'd have to say, but in the end it really all comes together very well. So we're going to start out uh, with the Art Pepper Plus 11 version of the tune called Opus Defunct by Horace Silver. And we're going to end that uh, this next session with the Jimmy Jufri tune for Woody Herman called Four Brothers. And Pepper plays with the saxophone section, but he plays all the solos and on tenor sax in this case. And uh, I'll tell you a little bit about the personnel uh, when we get to the other side in that case and then we're going to hear two tunes from the art pepper meets the rhythm section in the middle we're going to hear the standard you'd be so nice to come home to followed by straight life which was an original pepper composition he recorded several times over the course of his career it's based on the chord changes of the old standard after you've gone and is at a blisteringly fast tempo very bebop oriented tempo so those are our four tunes for this set from art pepper plus 11 we have opus Defunk. From Art Pepper Meets the Rhythm Section, You'd Be So Nice to Come Home to, and Straight Life, and from the Plus Eleven album, Four Brothers. uh uh-huh. So there we have two from each album. We started out with Opus DeFunk from 1959. These sessions were all done or in either March or May of 1959. Opus DeFunk was the Horace Silver tune, featured a nice blues, up-tempo blues performance by Art Pepper on alto sax, uh, accompanied by... Pete Candoli and Jack Sheldon on trumpets, Dick Nash on trombone, Bob ben Evelson on tru- uh, tenor sax or valve trombone. He switched back and forth. Vince DeRosa on French horn, Herb Geller on alto, Bill Perkins on tenor, and Med Flory on baritone saxes. Some members of the um, uh, super sax group there as well, as you might note. Russ Freeman on piano, Joe Mondragon on bass, and Mel Lewis on drums. We ended up that set, the fourth tune of the set, with four brothers, uh Sort of a transcription adaptation of the Jimmy free composition and arrangement for Woody Herman and the Four Brothers Band with uh, Pepper playing all of the solos on tenor sax in that case. And uh, we have Charlie Kennedy on alto sax and Richie Camuca on tenor sax along in there. So in between those two, we went over to the Art Pepper Plus The Rhythm Section album, which, as I said, featured Miles Davis' rhythm section uh, from some of his albums from the late 50s. Red Garland on piano, Paul Chambers on bass, and Philly Joe Jones on drums. Those three were associated with the East Coast School of Jazz playing, if there was such a thing. Of course, African-American players playing with Miles and uh, John Coltrane on many albums, numerous albums. Uh, here, they must have been on tour on the West Coast and they were put into the contemporary recording studios to back Art Pepper. And as I mentioned, it was kind of a either a last-minute thing or Pepper had forgotten about it because he showed up unprepared, he said, uh, and also kind of strung out on heroin and other problems besides. But the results of that session are considered kind of classic uh, in terms of uh, that period of jazz history. And that recording was made on January 19th of 1957. And we heard You'd Be So Nice to Come Home To, followed by Straight Life. As I mentioned, Straight Life was uh, the uh, Pepper composition based on the chord changes of After You've Gone. Very up-tempo, showing off his technique there. And uh, You'd Be So Nice to Come Home To. The Cole Porter tune was slightly uh, more laid back, I think we'd have to say, and uh, showed not only uh, Pepper's fine playing, but all of the members of the rhythm section who got to shine on there as well. Red Garland, Paul Chambers, and Philly Joe Jones. So we're going to do the same thing on the next set. We are going to start out and end up with tunes from the Art Pepper Plus 11 album. We're going to hear uh, Bernie's tune, which was... uh something that um, uh, Jerry Mulligan, of course, uh, made famous with his quartet, and then uh, end up, in that case, with Walken. Richard Carpenter composed that for Miles Davis, I believe, and uh, it exists in three takes, actually. This uh, time, we're going to take the second take. The released take was uh, done uh, with Pepper playing tenor, but the other two takes, he switched over, for some reason, to clarinet, and we're going to hear take two, which has a really fine clarinet solo on it. And in between those two, back to the rhythm section album, and we are going to hear a blues tune that is credited to Red Garland called the Red Pepper Blues, presumably done on the spot for this date. And then, uh, an old standard, very old standard by that time, the Me Blues by Tom Delaney. That had been recorded by the original Dixieland Jazz Band back in 1920 and had become a Dixieland slash traditional jazz standard. Why Pepper picked it for this uh, session, don't know. He must have been playing it on jobs. Uh, he had a very wide-ranging taste in jazz and music in general, and so he uh, he wasn't afraid to take on older tunes as well as new tunes. He uh, became uh, much more avant-garde sounding as the 60s wore on into the 70s but here he's uh, definitely in touch with one foot in his bebop roots and the other foot in his swing roots and so very accessible and exciting playing so those are our four tunes for this set from the plus 11 album bernie's tune from the rhythm album red pepper and jasmine blues and ending up with the plus 11 album walkin Bye. So another two tunes from each of our two featured albums today. Art Pepper Meets the Rhythm Section from 1957 and Art Pepper Plus 11 from 1959. We started out with Bernie's tune uh, composed by Bernie Miller. Later on there were lyrics added by Lieber and Stoller. didn't become a hit, but... uh, didn't add or subtract to the jazz quotient, and uh, this was recorded before the lyrics were added. That was Art Pepper Plus 11, and uh, heard some very fine Alta playing in there. At the end of that set, what we just heard was Walkin' by Richard Carpenter, uh, made famous by Miles Davis, a good bluesy tune. As I mentioned, the issued take of that uh, featured Pepper on tenor sax, but he switched over to clarinet for some reason for the other two takes, and we heard take number two, which has some particularly fine and... Uh, emotional clarinet playing. He was not a, a, a great technical clarinet player. Uh, he was a very, very good, if not great, technical alto player. Uh, but his uh, sound really brings some some interesting emotion to the piece, and much in the same way that Lester Young's did uh, about 10, 15, 20 years before. We also heard a little bit of Jack Sheldon on trumpet and Russ Freeman on piano in that last tune. And between those two, we heard a blues tune by Red Garland, featuring the composer on piano, along with Art Pepper on alto, Paul Chambers on bass, and Philly Joe Jones on drums. Red Pepper was the name of that. And we followed that up with the jazz chestnut Jazz Me Blues, again featuring all of the rhythm section and Art Pepper. Hope you've enjoyed this program. My name is John Clark, and this is The Jazz Focus. You have indeed been listening to WETF. South Bend, Indiana, The Jazz Station, and hope you make a habit of dropping in on us whenever you can find us here on The Jazz Focus. We're going to finish up with two more tunes uh, that were one one each from the album. We're going to uh, do the Burke and Van Huesen standard Imagination from the Art Pepper Meets the Rhythm section, and uh, hear a little bit of how uh, Pepper could stretch out and really dig into a a, a ballad performance. He really uh, was a very... um, widely accomplished player. He was a good reader. He ended up being a good doubler with clarinet. He ended up learning to play flute and some double reeds to play in the Stan Kenton Band, but uh, his heart was really in improvisatory jazz. and uh, He came up as a strictly ear musician. He uh, just played by ear, and it wasn't until later, about this point, I guess, uh, in the 50s, that he really learned how to uh, negotiate chord changes and things like that. Then we're going to finish up with one of the test pieces of the bebop era. This was a tune that was credited to Charlie Parker, but was almost certainly written by Miles Davis, called Donna Lee. And that will be from the Art Pepper Plus 11 album. And that will finish off our Art Pepper program. So thank you very much, and hope you keep tuning in to The Jazz Focus.
1: we Thank <laughs> you.